Bonjour, and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today, I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with New York City photographer Susan Rosenberg-Jones. I became aware of her work through an article I read on social media, and I was really taken by her recent project titled Building One. In that project, she started meeting her neighbors and asking them permission to come into their apartments and photograph them in their own environment. Her sensitivity and love for her community in Tribeca, New York, really shines in the series of images she's collected so far. After you listen to this conversation, I urge you to visit the show notes for this episode and check out links to her galleries. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Susan Rosenberg-Jones. Susan, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thanks, Valerie. Great. So let us know a little bit uh, first about yourself and your career as a photographer, and then we'll, we'll dive into this, this Building One project that I'm so intrigued about. Uh, well, I, I started when I was a child. Uh, someone gave me a, a little brownie, a Kodak camera, and I uh, started taking portraits. You know, I dressed up my brother and his, you know, other neighborhood kids and took pictures of them. And I, I in high school, I was lucky to, um, I lived in Boston and I met up with uh, a man who taught kids how to develop and print wow. in his gallery. And in the back of his gallery, he had a dark room and I just loved it. Nice. So... Um, all during college, even though I went to school for education, I was photographing. And uh, later on, I, I worked as a black and white printer and uh, did that for several years. And then uh, after my daughter, when, my, when I got pregnant with my daughter, I decided that it wasn't healthy for me to be around all the chemicals. So, For um, sure. Yeah, we, that, that's, that's a big concern. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So later on, I started work as a photo researcher and uh, I've been working in photo industry ever since as a researcher, editor, uh, I license uh, still images, and I'm very active in the uh, American Society of Picture Professionals. But all during this time, I've always been photographing. That's my main passion. I I love photography in all kinds of ways, but I I really love shooting the most. So uh, I... Most most of all, I like to shoot portraits. I do shoot uh, street scenes and other things, but... Mm -hmm. Portraits I, are my yeah. passion, and that's how that's how I came about your work. It's this this project, building one. So, is building mm-hmm. one your building? Yes, building one is. Um, I live in a in a complex, an apartment complex called Independence Plaza North, and it consists of three thirty nine story buildings and uh, some attached townhouses. So that's in New York. That's in uh, the Tribeca area of downtown Manhattan. Okay. Yes. And uh, the building one came from the, the parlance of the uh, maintenance staff when they, there's a trouble in a certain building or they need to fix a leak or something. You know, I'm in building one, the middle building is building three, and the, the, the building the most up downtown is building nine. So I, at first I was only photographing people in my own building, so I was calling it building one. Okay. Um, but I've moved on and I'll photograph anybody in any of the buildings who meet my criteria. 
Okay, so why, what made you decide to do this, to start this project in the first place? Well, it really morphed from, first I was photographing, uh, I was interested in couples who'd been together for a long time. Uh, married or not, people who'd been living together for for many years. So I started to photograph some of my neighbors who who were uh, together for a long time. And then I, I said, wow, this is fun going into people's apartments and, you know, seeing how on a certain line in the building, everybody has the same layout, but how the apartments are so different, the mm-hmm. way they're decorated and the way they've... And, and I realized a lot of these people had lived in our building for a really long time. And so they really had created a, like a nest for themselves over in, in this, you know, two-bedroom apartment for many over many years. And so I started... Then I realized that I've been living here since 1984 and I, I meet people all the time. I see kids grow up and they see my kid grow, grow up and I've never like really been into their homes or talk to them beyond the elevator. So I started to ask people if I could photograph them in their apartments. And then I, it's, then it was a, really just a series on people, uh, my neighbors. But then as I started to talk to people, I realized, wow, there's a, whole, there's a story here about New York City. Um, the, the people who'd been living here for a really long time before uh, a new landlord took over and uh, raised the rents th- thousands of dollars are a lost, it's, it's like a a dying breed in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're losing the, a lot of the diversity. This is like the middle class of New York City. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have um, teachers and nurses and artists and, you know, all kinds of people who are not able to afford, if they come now to Manhattan, they can't afford to live here. So how do people stay? Because They stay because there are rent laws that protect oh. them. Okay. Well, thankfully. Yes. Wow. Yeah, but that's that's a little shaky. Yeah. So people are a little nervous because those laws can be changed um depending on who's running uh city government and you know which which way the votes swing and all that kind of stuff. But right now they're pr- they're protected. Right now we're protected. Okay, well that that's really good. So so basically you you started talking with those people and that's that same topic conversation would always come up. Oh yes, it's, okay. it's fascinating and and a lot of the people that I've been photographing happen to be original tenants. They they moved in in 1974 and 1975 when the buildings first were erected and my building building 1 is the first of the three buildings to be built. So that's why there are a lot of original tenants in my building. Um and this, the stories they tell about the way it was around in the neighborhood then and how um, the people really, the community is very, very important to them. And um, when I meet now, I meet people on the sidewalk. Um, we talk, our conversation is deeper than it used to be because I've been talking to them. And I see how, how strong our community is. Yes. And so, that, that must be so heartwarming. Because, it is heartwarming. Yeah. Very and even so. though sometimes I visit people and, and I photograph them and they're complaining about, you know, certain services are perceived as um, like we're not, we don't get the same services and attention as the new people have moved in who are paying many more thousands of dollars. Uh, sometimes that's perception and sometimes it's reality. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of that kind of talk. But again, it's just um, that brings people together, too. So the, f- the first people you approached in the elevator or down the hall um, and you asked them, can I can I come into your apartment and do a portrait of you? What what was their reaction? Uh, they were surprised, you know, at first and, um, you know, wondered why. 
And I, I well, there's been two waves of this uh, endeavor. The first one was when I didn't really think of it as photographing original tenants or uh, tenants who'd lived in the building for a long time. Um, it was more just photographing people in their homes who I found interesting for one reason or another, um, depending on what thread I was pulling. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, the, at first I was pulling this thread of uh, photographing people who'd been together for a long time. Uh, so I asked them on that con- in that basis, and um, they thought, you know, the people I asked thought it was interesting. And um, so, but then of course there's the inevitable: oh, my house is a mess, or um, when can you come? I, I feel like, you know, I need to color my hair, and you sure. know, yada yada. So when when your goal was to photograph them in their natural everyday life. Exactly. So I said, don't worry about it. It's a really environmental portraits. It's not, uh, they're not glamour shots, but um, I want you to be comfortable. And uh, you'll, I like when people, you know, I, I do make people look their best. Sure. And don't worry, you know. So finally, I make the appointment and I would go in and um, it would be fine. Uh, even if they, you know, a woman had put on a little extra lipstick. Or whatever it's she still looked like herself exactly and, and the environment i mean they've lived in those apartments for nearly 40 years so yeah uh, you can't really just make a, a do a makeover overnight either exactly exactly <laughs> and everybody's apartment looks uh about the same amount of lived in and maybe they shoved some stuff in the bed in the closet when i before i came in but it, you know everybody's house looks looks lived in um there are some exception neat nick types but you know most people It, it looks like home, and and it's it's so interesting. I, I and I'll put the link to. Uh, well, we'll put several pictures on the show notes, and also the link to your post and on your website. Um, people match their their environment, yes. and uh, it is so interesting. There's this woman who is wearing pink and sitting on her sofa. And it's such a wonderful portrait. And, oh, and, thank you. Uh, yeah, she's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. She is in her late 80s. She? And she did yoga for, I mean, see, that's the thing. I, I get people's stories when I go visit exactly. them. Exactly. That's the fascinating part. I mean, we're photographers because we love people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, and that's, yes. as a street photographer, I always say, you know, it's, it's what drives me is my love for people. It's not photography itself. It's that's really true. people. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, yeah, she's wonderful. She's just so full of life. I mean, she's, I see her out every weekend uh, when I'm walking around at the green market and she feeds the pigeons and she's uh, always smiling and she's very healthy. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like it. So, um, no, first, before I want to hear the best stories, um, if you want to share some, any rejections? Yes, I have had rejections. Mm-hmm. I had um, one guy just gave me a flat out no. I will not. I said, okay. Um, and then I mentioned that to somebody else who knows him. And she said, well, he, he's been have some health problems and he can be like that. But the next time I saw him in the elevator, he was friendly. So uh, I was Good. glad that he wasn't, he wasn't taking it against me. Exactly. If somebody, uh, I, sometimes I can tell that somebody is trying to reject me and they, um, they just don't want to come out and be rude. So, but when they, they put me off a certain way, then I don't bother them. I just, okay, I'm not going to photograph that person. And maybe they'll come around when they see their, their neighbor's pictures. Um, others want to allow me to, but they keep putting me off. But I know, I can tell that they, that I will be able to photograph them. So I kind of push them a little bit. Yeah, give them a, a little space. And then, and maybe they, they talk with other people that you photograph. So they'll exactly. warm up to the idea. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, and now since uh, this project has been publicized a little bit, especially um, 
in the in the local uh, online newsletter, uh, I've been receiving emails from from people who live in in the complex who've told me, "Well, I've lived here 38 years, and um, I love your put your project." So I'll email back, "Great, when can I photograph you?" So. Um, I'm, I'm getting people that way too. That's great. So the project is far from being over because oh, you yeah. have three buildings to work with. and Exactly. And people from every walk of life. Now, do you ever photograph the new tenants as well? Yes. Well, I did. There's been a couple of waves of new tenants and um, I did photograph uh, people down the hall, a really nice family with three little kids and... Um, I have those photos, but then when I looked at all, I looked at all my edits over the past couple of years, and I realized that um, this story that I want to tell right now is about the um, the last bastion of this, this diversity in New York City, and and the the story of our building is is representing that of mm-hmm. our. Yeah. complex so those people that i decided not to do the new people for now okay. the new people are now that come into the building there a lot of them are really transient you know they're young uh people that are doubling or tripling up on on apartments because the rents are high and they want to live downtown um a lot of them work in the financial uh, industry around here or down a little further down and so they need to um kind of live in the area because they get up really early and go to work and mm-hmm. um, so it's 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 a little bit transient, or they're young families. Like we used to be young families too, exactly. But a lot of these young families, I think, will move on. Um, you know, in a few years. Yeah, and need more space. People need more seem space. To need more space. Yeah. So these exactly. are small apartments. They're so people have been in there and have um, collected. I mean, a life's worth of things that yes. needs to fit in that little apartment, and it is so. Uh, striking in those images, how cluttered some of those spaces yes, are. Yes, they are and- very cluttered. And and until recently, and not, not uh, they've been. Uh, we don't even have storage in our building, and we do have some storage. It's not even that much. So people just, unless they pay for outside storage facilities, or some of them have country houses outside, yeah. you know, in the upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of space for all that stuff. So it ends up in the apartment. So people have very, I just like going into the apartments and seeing people's clever solutions to storage. Yes. yes. You know, some people created extra, extra little rooms and extra closets and, uh, you know, broke out walls. I'm not supposed to, but, um, you know, in in rentals, you'd be surprised what New Yorkers um, from a certain vintage will do to a rental apartment because it used to be, we used to be a city of renters. Yeah. So uh, wow. there's a little more liberty taken with rental housing here uh, over the years than maybe in other places. So, so you, you walk into the apartment, the, you make an appointment, and mm-hmm. then uh, you walk in there, you bring just minimal gear, I imagine. You don't want yes. to set up a, a studio. So um, just your, your camera. What, for, I'm sure people will want to know what gear do you use? <laughs> I, is, um, I was very lucky recently to... Uh, uh, Get step up to a uh, Canon uh, 5D Mark III, okay. which I love because it's so sharp. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just love it. And um, I mostly use a prime uh, lens, a uh, 35 millimeter 1.4, okay. which Great. I just love it. And now I've recently got a uh, 2470 because I also shoot events and it, it's very handy. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's handy for these shoots as well because I can get a real wide angle. But um, mostly the 1.4 35 millimeter. 
Yes, and so I just really, bounce around really fast, and and then you yes. have really great low light capabilities. Do you off, do you sometimes bring extra lights or uh, a, yes. a flash to? I bring add a, a, little light? Um, a, a Canon. I bring a, a flash, an off camera flash, uh, with me because I'm never sure of even in the. It can be early in the morning, but a, a, an apartment that faces a certain direction can be dark exactly. when I come in. So I um, will throw a little flash, just pop a little bit into uh, the faces just to, you know, snap it up a little bit. Sure, and bring a little bit of catch light in their eyes. And Yes. So now do you try to schedule those appointments at different times a day just to give a different feel, a different mood? Yeah, I, I like to have it, you know, somewhere in the evening and somewhere in the morning. I do like that. But I, I most of the time it's at the convenience of the sure. uh, person I'm photographing. I'm so grateful that they're allowing me to. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you can't really to... be picky. He's like, well, I'd like to come at 9 p.m., please. <laughs> exactly. Like one of them wanted me to come next Saturday early in the morning. So, okay, I'm going to give up my yoga class. I don't care. Exactly. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah you don't want to. Exactly. Because they may not offer a second time. So exactly. you have to catch them when you can. Yeah. So, so you walk in there, you, you visit with them for a few minutes, and then how do you decide? Do you take the tour of the apartment to decide of the best location, or do you ask them, like, where, where do you spend most of the time? How do you, how do Both, you approach yeah, that? I ask them where they sit, like, where do they spend most of the time? And, um, you know, there are certain common threads in these places. I don't care who you are. You're going to have a, about three remote control, uh, remote control uh, for t- TV and other uh, electronics sure. on your coffee table or on the side of your couch. Like every, there are remote controls in every home mm-hmm. that are out there and ready for action. And that's really funny to me. Um, but I asked them where they sit. I, I look in the living room and you could see a worn chair or you could see, you know, you kind of get the idea as a where do you sit? To where do you relax here? But I do like to walk around and take the tour of the apartment. I also take a lot of still lifes. I have a collection from every apartment of still life um, oh, images. Nice. Okay. And I think at some point when I, whether this becomes a book or an exhibit, um, I will have one page or one section with just little still lives of the way people have done things into their in their apartments. Some oh, people have, wonderful idea. Are collectors and they have collections of things on covering walls. Mm-hmm. Um, people have broken out, done very creative things with their kitchens, um, et cetera. So I do do a lot of still lifes like that. So I walk around and I look even in the bathroom. You can, I mean, one lady had a toilet seat of, with a picture of a lion on it. It's just I saw so that. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I walk around and I look and I see where the light is really beautiful, a room I particularly like, and um, we discuss, you know, the rooms and the, the look of the apartment and things that they've collected. And um, uh, we walk, I walk all the way around. I take the tour, and then I see a spot that I think the person, I, I, I just something appeals to me visually. Uh, that sort of says yeah. something about the person and also looks really beautiful. And so I start to f- take pictures of, of the person. And I usually take pictures of the person in more than one spot. Mm-hmm. So you take maybe, I mean, you you don't spend much more than an hour. Right. I assume. Okay. Right. It's so, about an hour. And that's what I tell them when I ask them. And I said, it's not going to take that much time. Sometimes it's even as short as a half an hour. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you get the shot and... And um, yeah, yeah, and you get those uh, little vignette shots to tell the story 
as, and I was picturing that so well in a book, actually, when I was looking through your website, I'm like, oh, and she has some details. So then that tells even more about the personality of the subject, you know, mm -hmm. to have that. That's a wonderful, wonderful idea. I, I love that. Thank that you. so great. Thank you. So what is this? Tell me two, two, two people that really stood out. Two people that stood out. Um, one person that stood out is uh, Jackie. She has lived in the building. She and her husband, and they have lived in the building since 1977. And uh, she's a, in her 50s, but she's a very young 50s. She's full of energy. Uh, she's a creative director. Her husband is an artist. They have a child in college. And... Um, their apartment looks so new and different from anybody else's because her husband is also a contractor and they have done very creative things with their with their house they uh with their apartment she has french doors they they broke a wall in the bedroom and they they put the french doors and it just brings a lot of light into the apartment mm -hmm. and it just made it look almost loft like really okay. pretty nice nice yeah so um and and the they they just love where they live and i they stood uh, she stood out to me her mm -hmm. husband wasn't home at the time but i found that really fascinating um and who is the most like interesting intriguing maybe a little uh, malka zeldas was the most interesting intriguing she is um in her 80s and she's an artist and she works out of her apartment she's always worked out of her apartment and she said that if she didn't have this place to live where her rent has been stabilized for years she she's sure she'd be homeless because the life of an artist you know yes. how it is you either make you know you get lucky and you sell and you make some money or you don't mm -hmm. um so she has uh, her second bedroom uh is uh her studio but she has wall to you know floor to ceiling paintings she's a folk artist and she has pictures all over her house and uh all kinds of little sculptures and it was just so much fun to be in her apartment yeah it's like and, a, in a treasure it, yes uh, and yeah. she's a real character, yes, she, a real yeah, character. people I, match their match what they do and, yes uh, yeah that's interesting and now when i see her on the street you know it's just fun because now i see these people at the green market downstairs and they're i, I don't know we just have a friendship exactly so she, so she was really fascinating uh also the lady on the couch Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I aspire to be like her. She doesn't take any pharmaceuticals. She's very healthy. She did yoga for years. She's got a real positive outlook on life. Uh, she just likes to be out, you know, talking to people. Yeah. Um, and you can uh, tell yeah. you really that their personality just jumps at you when you mm -hmm. look at the, at your images. And, and I find that just so, so interesting. And I urge everyone to really go check, check out the, the gallery. Now, do they, do you give them, do they see all the pictures or do you just select one or two and then do they get a copy? It depends. You know, I've given copies one family. I also said, you know, I'll take a family picture for you because mm -hmm. uh, I, I also, you know, for um, income, I will do family portraits and I, I love doing that. You know, family portraits and family events and all that. So I one family I photographed. Um, I took them out on the terrace and I did a group shot of them and I gave them that and they were thrilled. Oh, sure. They, they really didn't care about the other photos. They wanted okay. a nice picture. So it depends, you know. So um, any exhibit so far or, or not, not in the works? Not yet. Right now the only uh, exhibit is sort of an online exhibit that the mm -hmm. Tribeca Citizen put, you know, he sort of made it like that. And he said he's looking forward to publishing more. But uh, so far, no exhibit. Um, 
I would like to have an exhibit at some point, uh, especially, you know, either here in the neighborhood or, um, you know, somewhere where all my uh, people could, could come. And exactly, enjoy. and then and then neighbors meeting neighbors, you know, and all those people now have this connection through yes. you. Yes, and I think uh, gathering them for an event and seeing all the pictures and all those um, identical apartment yet so different because the yes. layout is the same, but you can't even tell you're in the same building half the time. It's, it's so interesting. I know it is interesting, and the only yeah. you know there are certain things that are. Um, even the people who renovate their apartments uh, do a lot to them. They leave the floors or the parquet floors sure. from the um, the wood parquet from the 80s, sure. you know, and the ceilings have that old-fashioned popcorn kind mm-hmm. of look Yeah. where the new apartments, the new renovated ones have different kind of floors and different kind of ceilings. But okay. uh, every apartment I go in has that, you know, it's that sameness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's grounding. <laughs> yeah, and then that personality that makes it all so different. Right. Um, the personality of the people who live there. Oh, so, yeah. so you're still going to – this project is ongoing. It's ongoing. And as a matter of fact, I'm trying to decide I may do um, – there are some businesses that are um, uh, storefronts downstairs. Uh, oh, there's a pizza okay. man and a dry cleaner. Well, um, the landlord is told them they all have to leave by the end of the year because he's probably going to raise the rent um, exponentially and uh, put in uh, probably, you know, a bank or something. I don't know what, you know, yeah. something, someone who can afford to pay a lot of rent. So I was thinking I, I would like to photograph, um, do a couple of pictures of the, the pizza guy in his, in his shop and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, to before before it all disappears. and Exactly. The, the, the urban landscape changes again and, mm-hmm. and different, uh, different people mm-hmm. and less, less personable too, because I mean, if they put a bank or a department store, it doesn't have that same, you know, Correct. it will never be the same again. So Correct. while you can, you know, to have an interaction and do a, an, an environmental portrait with the, yeah, the pizza guy or whoever, yeah. that, that's, that'd be great. But that's also a bit bittersweet. I mean, that's so sad that it is. Uh, this is, uh, this is moving and I've, being in New York, um, I was there earlier this year and I'm going again later this fall and, uh, and talking with New Yorkers has been really interesting because that is really in that neighborhood and Soho area, you know, it, it's oh. really on the top of people's mind. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. my neighborhood has changed so much. Yeah. Uh, and really Independence Plaza where we live is the, 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 the last bastion of middle class life here. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, or diversity, I should say really. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's it's really interesting and how and we it is really there's a strong sense of community among uh the these tenants yes and, and you can tell yeah it, it's uh it's quite i i i'm really really excited that i found your work and that we, we had the opportunity to 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 talk with you and find out more because i think it's it's fun to or anyone out there just to find a project to i mean it becomes such a big part of your life and uh, having this personal project, no matter what you do, no matter if you're a full-time pro photographer or you do something else, just to have this personal project that just keeps that passion yes. alive. And, yes. uh, and it's such a wonderful thing to do. And it doesn't have to be on that scale. I mean, that's quite an endeavor, but you can, you know, you can document things in your neighborhood. You don't have to travel far to really work on something special. No, and, you uh, don't. Exactly. So uh, that's why I want everyone to go check it out and uh, 
and um, and maybe you know give them some ideas of a, a project that would be so meaningful that they could start uh, as well because yours will be cherished for a generation. I mean, this is going to be something that will tell the story of your neighborhood as it is changing and will keep changing and, and, um, and, you know, new people will move in and the apartments will never look the same as they're renovated, renovated mm-hmm. every time. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's great. Well, thank you, Susan. I don't want to take any more of your time. I am so, so happy that we had this great conversation and I hope everyone enjoyed it. And, uh, so where can people find more about you in case they're listening in their car and they're not going to uh, look at the show notes where I will link everything. So I urge them to go check it out. But what is your website? My website is uh, SusanRosenbergJones.com. Very and easy. <laughs> Rosenberg has an E, E-R-G. Yes. And it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, I keep promising myself I'm going to start a, a blog, but I haven't gotten to that. So okay. uh, find me on my website. I also have a Facebook page, okay. uh, Susan Rosenberg Jones. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely do that. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Valerie. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and catch up with all the previous episodes. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a five-star rating over on iTunes. It really helps us out. And sign up for exclusive TWIP member benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets.